0: What is up, everybody? Rico here, bringing you another Meta Era Nerd Weekly Recap. As you know, this wouldn't be possible without my co-host, the Anime Sensei, the Eagle Enthusiast, the Nintendo Nostradamus. Marcus, how's it going, bud?
1: (laughs) It's going good. (laughs) And for the Eagles Enthusiast, the NFL started back up today, so everybody who's, you know, part of a fantasy football league organization and anybody who's just a football fan in general the games have all started today you know the eagles are playing currently and i'm actually able to watch the eagles while i podcast which has always been something that i really enjoyed actually last year i did the same thing i'd watch it here on the stream while we were recording and i get to kind of like root for them and all kinds of good stuff live so it's a lot of fun but other than that when you also mentioned the nintendo nostranomis and again a lot of the stuff that i see online and twitter you know because i do follow some guys and they have their they, they have their leaks and all, these, and all these things typically i've always just kind of used what was i guess their patterns and the and the things they've done in the past to kind of just guesstimate what that whatever the hell nintendo is going to do now granted i have no idea what they're going to release and that i'm always hopeful for but usually i have a good idea as far as you know when Nintendo's supposed to release something right so, and i'm sure we'll get more into that in a little bit but other than that it's been a great football Sunday. It's been a good Sunday. Right before this, we should have started an hour ago, but I was shipping something to. I do sell stuff on the side. I was shipping something to a military mailbox. I had only done that once in my life, but I was actually it was I was actually in college, so I was able to just take it to the post office and they did it all for me. Where in this case, I didn't get this two hundred dollar little Rolo printer for nothing, right? So so it wouldn't make labels for me. So I've been it's been real easy just for like to make labels and all that good stuff. So it's been it's been pretty good. But other than that. How's your Sunday been?
0: <laughs> uh, pretty good. Just been here. Uh, I was alone most of the weekend, uh, chilling out. Uh, my dad came back into town today, so uh, he's, out, he's out there watching football. I was just getting together all the stuff for today. Uh, nothing too crazy. Spent some time outside with my dogs. Um, watched a couple episodes of One Piece, actually. Really? The enemy, mm-hmm.
1: or are you yeah. watch, are you watching the, the, the greatness that is Netflix's live action One Piece, but in Japanese this time.
0: <laughs> no, and I haven't, I haven't gone that that route yet. But I'm watching some. Uh, I'm watching the the enemy.
1: How far did you get?
0: Uh, I started off like with the with the beginning of uh, no, like midway into the little arc with Usopp and uh, what's his name the the Butler. Um, Who? kuro yeah captain kuro and uh i finished it so now Usopp is has gone off with the straw hats and they went onto an island with this guy that's stuck like in a treasure chest
1: oh yeah he's he's canon crazy that's not filler stuff he's actually one of it's it's a little green dude looks like a little goblin looking thing but no i know what you're talking about
0: yeah so but that that's where i i stopped i stopped where they uh They help him out and then he decides to stay on the island by himself and stuff. So, just there. There's a couple little things there. Well, no, not just a couple things. I'm sure there's a lot of things that uh, I didn't get to see in the live action show, which I'm already like picking up on. Yeah. They, you know, because of the pacing, I kind of already understood that because of the pacing, there was a lot of stuff that they were going to have to leave out. But uh, just the couple episodes in that I am, like I already see, whoa, man, they missed a lot. Um, Yeah. So, I can imagine it gets even crazier
1: and 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 keep in mind that a lot of this is actually obviously it's taken from the manga anime and even the manga has some stuff that is different mostly some of the stuff again i know the pacing for one piece has always been the biggest issue and a lot of people kind of agree that early on it really isn't it's it's until you get to like the post time skip arc where a lot of people start feeling like the pacing just gets horrendous in general and that's actually where i'm at i just got to punk hazard and they're saying that and, and apparently there's something out there and kind of went down this little rabbit hole i had no idea it even existed because i was just enjoying one piece and taking it for what it was there's something called one pace which is like kind of like a condensed version of one piece without like all the how do you say it? you know how in naruto where whenever they do like flashback sequences and they yeah in an episode they kind of go through like ten, five minutes of flashback before they kind of do this punch or whatever well the one pace is supposed to eliminate all the, all, all of that stuff and yeah, but again, I'm just watching it for what it is and enjoying it because, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a nice. Uh, now, it's actually pretty cool from the perspective of someone that is entering now post uh, live action, because I know a little bit already, I'm familiar with some characters and where they're going and stuff like that. But there's still so much I don't know. Uh, and there's still so many other stories to be told, whether it's from the characters that we already know or characters that I'm going to meet in the future. Uh, th- there's still so much to, uh, to take in. So mm-hmm. it's not like I know everything, uh, but I know enough. So it, yeah. it's, it, it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. I've just gotten, gotten a few in. So I, yeah. I'll put it on while I'm, uh, while I'm doing something and I'll, I'll watch it and then I'll catch myself like real into it and I'll stop what I'm doing or, uh, Uh, This game that I've been playing, uh, you know, when I'm in grind mode, I can uh, (laughs) watch it on my laptop and stuff. So uh, we'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, Uh, I guess we kind of start talking a little bit about anime. So might as well just stick with anime. Uh, One that I'm sure excites you, uh, announcement that there was this week, is we're getting an animated Stray movie.
1: Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, um... so go ahead. Did did, did Did you ever get a chance to play it?
0: No, I haven't. I know it came, did it come to, it came to Xbox, but not Game Pass, did it? Or is it on Game Pass?
1: I don't think it's on Game Pass, but it did come to Xbox. And it was one of the ones where I was just really happy to see that at the time it had gone a game of the, uh, what is it, a nominee for Game of the Year at the time. And it was a very short, a very short game, but it left such an impression. And I'm super glad. And I'm very, actually very interested to see what the hell it's going to look like coming to the screen. So um, it's, it's going to be good. I think people will enjoy it for the the work of art that it is because it does tell a unique story obviously right through the perspective of a cat so we'll see
0: yeah it's going to be interesting to see what what they how they put this out how they portray it i don't know anything about the game i just know that you're a cat and you're trying to you know survive or whatever i don't know if there's like dialogue either if the cat talks or if there's an inner dialogue or something like that so it'll be interesting how they portray this and try and get this across to to people to watch and then hopefully you know put them onto the game yeah you know as you mentioned it was a game of the year nominee so you know there's something to it obviously that tells you everything right there so we'll we'll see we'll see no no date yet i just saw that it was in the works so we'll see we'll see uh when they drop that news uh there was also we talked last week about the berserk Announcement, they are going to be returning September 22nd, the manga mm-hmm. that is, uh, with a brand new arc.
1: There's a lot of speculation and again, nothing's con- nothing's confirmed yet as far as the arc is concerned, but there's a lot of people who might think that this might be the final arc or if not, it's going to be the be- uh, Already, you know how they call it the final phase, that this is the beginning of the end. So whether we have two arcs left, three arcs left, uh, whether it's a final arc you know there there is a lot of consensus around there that they're looking at kind of hopefully wrapping up the story and I, and for and again for good reason right they i don't think the people who are working on this want to spend such a, a vast amount of time when they just want to do uh berserk justice right to to its creator and i think that's the consensus around there with all the people involved that they just want to give it what it deserves and and you know, hopefully, moving forward, it does get the anime adaptation that it deserves. Also, <laughs>
0: okay, that makes sense. I mean, it's been going for it's been going for a long time now, huh?
1: Yeah, no, it's been going for a while. Again, it started in the '80s. So it's it's one of the ones that uh, kind of propelled manga to its to its career, you know, with uh, along with a lot of the other. Manga artists out there you know um Inuo from slam dunk and of course in the 90s you have Oda from One Piece and stuff so a lot of pioneers and I and to be fair um even Conan the detective I forgot who wrote that but a lot of pioneers from the early early on really you know help propel these these things to their to their glory right now so again as long as they do it give it justice hopefully you know we we have something here at the end that's going to really be solid. I do believe that the creator always wanted to give uh, Guts a happy ending because there's no happiness whatsoever (laughs) in that manga. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
0: Uh, Last thing I have here is uh, Attack on Titan new project announced. Placeholder title will be Shingeki Fly. And new information about the project will be revealed October 4th, 2023. Um, any idea what this might be? I mean, uh, we've talked about, uh, since we know already the ending of Attack on Titan, which we won't share, uh, we've talked about different possibilities about it. Is there a future for it? Do you think they'll continue? Do you think they'll, you know, time skip? Uh, Something like that. Um, Any any thoughts about this?
1: I have no idea exactly what it entails. I don't think i I don't think it has to do anything with what's upcoming already in other words the ending right you know how we always make fun of the it's the final final season season mm-hmm. whatever four and all that stuff but i don't know if it has anything to do with that i don't know if it's something that's a spin-off maybe and that seems to be more of where i think it what i think it is more of a spin-off than anything else um i don't i don't think it's a sequel or anything like that because obviously it would have been something that had come from the creator itself so that's my guess. it probably probably be a spinoff of some sort, or maybe some side stories? That it's, that's kind of like anime only. You know what I mean? So yeah. again, that's what, that's what I think, anyways. I don't think it has. At least I hope it doesn't have anything to do with the ending.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I, I think the same. I think that this news, if it if it was going to be a sequel, I think they would save this for like the last season, and they announce it like right after something a little bit more big uh more hype more eyes on it you know not just oh, okay this is they're gonna work on this or whatever i did see i looked at uh i looked up the translation of shingeki and even though like most people know it as shingeki no kyojin which is attack on titan uh shingeki by itself uh can also in japanese mean new drama so i don't know i i, I was also thinking along the same lines of uh some kind of little spinoff? Some kind of little side series or something like that? Or uh, when's... I know there are, like, some Attack on Titan games out there, but when's the, when's the most recent game? I was thinking maybe a game. A lot of times, I see uh, anime always capitalize on games. They put yeah. out either mobile games or some kind of fighting games, usually. Uh... So those are th- that's what I thought. I thought, oh, this isn't big enough to for it to be something like a like a sequel, kind of the way you thought. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I really couldn't come up with what I thought. But those were my my two guesses.
1: That's that's a real good guess. A video game. I didn't, I didn't even thought about a video game to be honest with you. And why not? Right? Again, the popularity of of *Attack on Titan*, especially weighing down, and the ending that it's getting. That's hmm. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, so, and again, the information about the project, October 4th, 2023, so, uh, not, not too long from now, a little yeah. less than a month. Uh, we'll transition over to uh, film, TV and film, uh, sticking kind of with anime at the beginning. Uh, reports indicate that One Piece Season 2 has already been written, and filming, can and will begin when studios give writers and actors fair deals is the word around. So I'm not sure if it's like a, you know, negotiation kind of situation thing or if they're just trying to retain all of the the actors. Uh, You know, one of the big things with uh, shows that blow up is, you know, actors get a lot of notoriety for their performances and stuff like that, get a lot of eyes on them. And uh, people try and pick them up for different shows uh, and projects and stuff like that. So, you know, one of the big essential things here, especially at the beginning as they're starting off, is to try and retain the cast, right? Yeah. Uh, especially one that has done such a good job as these actors, you know, pretty relatively unknown. Uh, so, I mean, I hope, I hope most of them stay on and I hope they can... kind of see this for the success that it is. I know in talking to Andrew, he was uh, talking about Netflix, kind of waiting to see how many people they're able to retain. Not just how many people watch, but watch the whole way through. So uh, hopefully, you know, the numbers look good. They can green like this, get everybody paid. Uh, Fair, you know, is always uh, what we preach here. You know, just give everybody what they deserve. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully we take off from there. And get a season two sooner rather than later, I think uh, they estimated next year.
1: Yeah, um be between twelve and eight or eighteen months, I think that was the time frame that they yeah. gave.
0: Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so so yeah, one piece, hopefully uh everybody go go and watch it and uh, finish, try to finish it, and uh, hopefully we get uh, season two next year.
1: yeah, I think either way it's going to be in a good spot just because. It, it did so well across the board. I think they have to do a season two just to really understand exactly what season one was all about. At least reap the, reap the repercussions of what season one gave. If people liked it, guess what? Season two will also be hit. If people obviously did not like it or just couldn't get into it, then season two will drop. And obviously, you know, then it was a bust. But I think, I think we would get a, should get a season two. I'm pretty confident about that number.
0: Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, it leaves off with kind of a little direction already uh, in terms of like there's a little teaser at the end for those of you that uh, haven't watched it. Or maybe you watched it and you didn't pay attention, but there's a little something at the end that kind of indicates at least one thing that's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, hopefully, like I said, they just uh, can figure it out. The numbers, they're happy with the numbers. They get everybody paid. They keep everybody on and we go from there. Absolutely. Uh, the first trailer for Toho's Godzilla minus one was released in theaters December first. Classic Godzilla. Classic Godzilla.
1: Did you see it? Yes. I did too. It looked. What, it looked intense.
0: What'd you think?
1: Yeah. It intense. And again, like I said, classic. Right. Everybody running. You know, Godzilla just coming in, wreaking havoc, and it looked it looked intense. And and. They called it, what, Minus One, right? Or Minus Zero? What's it called? Minus One or Zero?
0: Yeah, mi- Minus One.
1: So, it seems to be like, I guess, like a prequel of sorts, I guess. Or, I don't know exactly what that entails, but we'll see. But, that's exciting. And I know we, you and I typically love our kaiju movies.
0: Yeah, so, I'm excited again. And, you know, more, more of the old school, classic, just Destroyer. Uh, everybody's scared. You know, it's... Uh, Subbed, subtitled movie. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I always enjoy them. And as, as you said, we, we enjoy them. So mm-hmm. excited to be seeing Godzilla on the big screen once again. Oh, yeah. Uh, last little thing I had here, which I actually caught, just saw it uh, a little bit before we started this, is Disney, Disney's Once Upon a Studio is bringing back 40-plus original voice actors with 100% new animation. This film will follow Mickey Mouse as he gathers Disney characters from the past 100 years for a group photo. Wow. Yeah, The the ones highlighted here were, uh, one of them was Robin Williams, which a lot of people were like, oh, like, how are they going to show us like somebody that they can't bring back? But apparently they have a lot of uh, cut audio that they're going to use to kind of bring back the genie. Wow. And some people are like, uh, that's amazing. You know, we'll get to see, hear him and see him again. Other people are like, "Oh, that's disrespectful. How can they use recordings? Uh, that doesn't do him justice, or this and that." But honestly, I mean, I, I, to me, this is uh, to me, it's exciting.
1: <laughs> Likewise, and I think ultimately, as long as I get like, I guess a blessing or an okay from the family, I, I don't, I don't see why not. Justin again you get to even people who might not, not might not have been familiar with Robin Williams can at least experience him in modern in modern day or exactly what kind of genie or person he was through the genie I know people always say that genie was his I guess personality right that's that's who he was
0: mhm yeah and uh, at first when I started reading about this uh, particularly like the Robin Williams thing I was thinking oh they're going to do the AI thing and people are going to be unhappy but uh when i read that it was like clips and stuff like that of audio that they were going to use i was like oh that's no problem that's him you know Mm -hmm. uh it's not like they're you know we've heard rumors about them uh rumors about the film industry in general like recording audio and then uh or getting audio of people and recreating it with ai and stuff like that which you already see a lot of like now on the on the internet you can get you know the president or any celebrity you want like to kind of say whatever you want if you input like some text mm-hmm. uh which is kind of crazy i don't know have you you've seen it like uh tiktok like the biden and trump videos and stuff like that and the overwatch ones are the ones that yeah. we always enjoy yeah but uh yeah it, it it's crazy but uh, i'm all for this and i think that's pretty cool like you know gathering all these all these uh characters for a group photo like something so small but there's so many characters and So many movies and different fan bases and stuff that, you know, odds are you're going to recognize somebody. Uh, Somebody's going to be one of your, like, childhood movies in there for those of us that have grown up with Disney. And, I mean, even over the last couple of years, you know, uh, we've had a lot of new characters. You know, the Encanto uh, movies. uh, What else more recent? You know, the Frozens. uh, Going back to us, like, with the, you know, the Lion Kings, the Beauty and the Beast. Mm. I don't know there's just so many characters there that I think this is this is this has potential to be very very cool for sure. Uh, Last little thing last thing we'll go into is gaming Uh, and it's pretty much going to be dominated by Nintendo. Uh, We discussed this a little bit already but uh, Nintendo has no plans to release DLC for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and is moving on to a brand new game in the series. Uh, this kind of, I wouldn't say it shocked me, but it surprised me just because uh, when I told Marcus, I'm like, well, didn't I, I remember there being DLC for uh, Breath of the Wild? So I, I thought this one was probably going to follow in the same footsteps, you know, but uh, Marcus being the, you know, more of the Zelda player that he is, I kind of filled me in on what exactly the DLC uh, broke down to in Breath of the Wild and uh, why maybe they decided to move on. Uh, and not tag uh, whatever may be coming for Tears of the Kingdom as DLC necessarily. So uh, you want to fill us in there?
1: Yeah, so we had mentioned it, right, that Breath of the Wild did have, I guess, two pieces of DLC, the first one being the Master Quest. And at this point, I I think, and, and this is where the notion came. I don't think you really call Master Quest DLC anymore. And something tells me that Nintendo might just be like, hey, you know, Master Quest is not DLC. It's just something that's been a, a given since, you know, Ocarina of Time. There's always been some sort of, I guess, like very hard mode, hard mode, you know what I mean? And it's something that probably is going to, we'll probably still see here in Tears of the Kingdom. And
0: that. As a feature, yeah. Like more as, as a feature. Yeah,
1: more as a feature than, than DLC. We we did have the Champions Ballad, which was just I guess it was like a small game mode, nothing too long, nothing too crazy, with an optional boss there at the end, and to even to call that something like that DLC, okay, cool, like that's what that's what it was, but it didn't it it kind of gave it quality of life, I guess, by giving you a motorcycle that you can traverse the uh, high with, but. Nothing as concrete as like or, you know story DLC or anything that's going to add on, except for the the, the small champions' Ballad snippets that we got. And I think that's what Nintendo says when they're not going to release DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. They're not going to go and give you something along those lines, but they might or probably still give you something like the master quest because that that's what blows my mind. Rigo asked me, "How do you feel about that?" And I was like, "Well, I'm kind of indifferent, I guess, just because I personally, you know." Feel like hey they're working on the next Zelda game game great and even with this one I feel like well if this is if that's how I feel that they can't give anything else you know that's cool too but that the only part that shocked me was no master quest and I still think we might get at least that in some form you know because we we should get gold uh hop uh hop goblins and and uh buck goblins and all kinds of stuff so we should get another tier of them even the linos and stuff so that's still a thing for me. But I don't think they're going to call it DLC. I just think they're going to call it Master Quest and kind of be done with it while they're also working on the next Zelda game, which is good. Again, that's more Zelda is always good. So,
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. No DLC. They're moving on. New game. Uh, if you had to guess, new Zelda game. When? Oh. It's usually, it's usually a good bit, right? We know that. In this
1: case, in this case, if we're talking mainline Zelda game, it's going to be a while. And I'm thinking, if they're starting on it now, I don't think it's going to be um, Tears of the Kingdom. Well, they did say that it was going to be, that that's going to be the way it is going, moving forward. Not to say it's not going to be Tears of the Kingdom-esque, but I just think that maybe the development and I guess Zelda moving forward, isn't going to be that crazy now that they have the foundation in place my guess is to answer your question i don't think the next game is going to be the next main zelda game i think that one still weighs off i'm talking maybe five years i do think we get a remaster of some sort or maybe a uh, if there is a new zelda game it's going to be something on a smaller scale kind of like your top down uh link to the past uh, link's awakening type game it, it's going to be to me it's going to be either one of those and that we'll probably be seeing in about two or three years maybe 2025 2026 more, more likely 2026 if i had to guess it would be something along those lines now if it's a remaster we probably might see that in a year and a half two years you know what i mean so mm-hmm. there are there, there are options but if i had to guess that, that'd be my guess either a new 2d type game or a
0: remaster or remake okay okay and those can be those can be done uh, a lot more quickly, right? so in the yeah. next couple of years, maybe mm-hmm. What would you think two or three years?
1: yeah uh, yeah if it's if it's going to be if it's going be a top down, I still think three years I would think three years if it's going to be some sort of a remake in two years, even if it's a top down remake uh, kind of like Link's Awakening, I still think we get some of that, so that's just me personally.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Uh, some other things going on around about Nintendo are uh, rumors, pretty much, at this point. No, no nothing confirmed as of yet. Uh, I mean, of course, our, own, our very own Nostradamus kind of already had his ideas about what was going to be coming out. But uh, Nintendo reportedly showed a demo of the Switch 2 console at GamesCon, which includes visuals comparable to that of the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, There were also some specs here, just very, very light specs here. Let's say DLSS 3.1 and 12 gigabytes of RAM. In comparison, the Switch, as is right now, has 4 gigabytes of RAM. So while the PS5 and Xbox Series X, I think, has 16. So this would be a lot closer to the 16 than the 4. So... That in itself just tells you that it is going to be a big jump. Mm. Uh, there's also the rumors of uh, Nintendo Direct uh, coming pretty soon, which Marcus had already kind of speculated on, as he said that he follows you know, certain outlets and stuff and kind of makes educated guesses, if you will, about uh, with history and stuff like that, like he said, about uh, when we're going to be getting something. And uh, we did have some, some uh, ideas posted about what I don't know if they're actual leaks or if they are uh, just things that people want or what, but uh, there's been rumors about a new Donkey Kong sort of game and an F Zero, possibly. Yeah, In the next cool. uh, week or so.
1: That seems to be that uh, one, dude, right? I know we Leaks is essentially because I put it off and they actually follow somebody else, does the same, what's the name, what name Puyo or something like that. Puyo X or something like that, who also leaks that. But now I wasn't sure if that guy was just uh, putting stuff to put stuff, but kind of like to, to, to backtrack a little bit. Um, you mentioned the, the Nintendo Switch, right? Where they showed that at Gamescom a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Flow saying- meeting, supposedly. meeting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember saying that I thought, and my, my, even from, I think I said this last year, or not even, like months ago also. That my guess was always around holiday 2024 is when we would see the new Switch. If they barely showed it off at GamesCon, people are, I guess, also speculating that we might get some sort of teaser, a little snippet at the Newton Direct here in September. And I'm not sure if, you know, that is still a possibility, I guess. But 2024 holiday-ish, that's still my educated guess that is when we will see it. Uh, if it's behind closed doors, then I was actually kind of very happy to, you know, see and hear that they're already showing it off and for it to be comparable to Xbox Series S and what was the other one? Um, the Series PS- X and
0: the PS5. And, yeah, because yeah. before we were thinking more PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Now, you know, this is this is quite the jump already. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's still my guess. Anyways, for the Nintendo Direct, I was thinking, my original guess, and again, this was based off history and just kind of like their, their uh, I don't say per- personality, what do you call it? Their, not, not personality, is not the word that I'm, I'm thinking of. Their, what's it called? What's it called? Like,
0: like theme? Their
1: nuances, right? Yeah. Kind of oh, like okay. what, what they're known for, right? I, I was guessing late september usually i think that's that's been kind of the last week of september to be more precise is what i've said as far as when their new tone is going to be a lot of the reports coming out are now speculating i, I saw a lot say this week and then i saw some of that the following week if i were to change it i would still now say we're going to get it probably the week of the 18th of september uh probably not the last week of september anymore but it, it's it's interesting and even with that you also mentioned the idea of Donkey Kong or F Zero. Again, I'm not sure what type, what's going to come out, and it, that by this point it's just people leaking stuff and what they think. But we'll see, we'll see what we'll see what we get. We'll see um, what comes out. I know I'm always excited for Nintendo Direct. Like I, I, you know, I ooze at whatever whatever they come out with. So if it's F Zero, it's been a long time since we had an F Zero game. You're talking GameCube. And that's been almost 20, almost 20 years or so. And I know the F-Zero community is just waiting for it. So, um, yeah. And I know a new Donkey Kong too. It's been a while since we got a, a, a new full-line Donkey Kong game. Tropical Freeze was the last one. That's because that one was a uh, a 2D side-scroller. Where people want something more along the lines of Donkey Kong 64. You know what I mean? Especially with the cool DK rap that they got in the beginning. So, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. How, we'll see what's said. We'll see how it goes. And I'm excited. I'm always excited. Uh, but again, my new prediction for Eternal Direct. I don't think we'll get get one this week. If we do, it will probably be announced tomorrow for Tuesday. I don't think we'll get one Wednesday. So I'm not, I'm holding my breath for Tuesday if there is going to be one this week. But for sure, it's it will be nineteenth or the twentieth of next week. If if not, at least that's my new prediction. And again, this is now based on the twenty fifth was based on their nuances now, kind of like what's coming out and what people are saying. Uh, I, I would have to guess the 19th or the 20th now for, for Nintendo tone direct.
0: And it's funny because every time like we start having these discussions about uh, Nintendo direct, Nintendo direct coming soon, coming soon. Like there's rumors, rumors. Uh, typically we record this on like Saturday sometimes. Now it's been, uh, more consistently on Sundays. And then what happens is, uh, the monday right after like sometime in the morning they'll put an update oh nintendo direct scheduled for tomorrow at whatever time and we usually just put it in the discord and say bam there it is i know which
1: which is what kind of like what i'm hoping for right now right kind of
0: like (laughs) yeah i
1: told you so we'll see man (laughs) yeah
0: that's that's usually how it goes uh and then particularly with the deep dive that they had uh this past time about uh super mario bros wonder Uh, you know, it kind of leads you to think, well, what is going to be the big headliner here since they kind of already touched on Mario. I think this is the third time we've had, we've seen a little bit of Mario, maybe just the second, but this, this, uh, past one was like pretty much Mario centric, all Mario. So you would think that they would kind of bring out another big thing, uh, here, which if it's DK, I mean, come on. Like you said, we, we've been needing a little bit of DK. Yeah, I really don't know what else. What other big things uh, they could show, but uh, but yeah, I mean, nonetheless, I'm super excited. Uh, we are just a couple days away, also from uh, the DLC for Pokemon, so I'm super pumped with that. It comes out on the 13th, which would fall on Wednesday. So, I'm, uh you know, it would it would it would make sense too that they would maybe show a little bit of Pokemon if it is done this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they would show a little bit of Pokemon saying like, oh, the, you know, this coming out on Wednesday, they'll probably announce like some new raids, either, uh, you know, the new legendaries, uh, Raikou and, uh, who's the other one coming out? Uh, Cobalion, Cobalion and and the new Raikou forms. Uh, I I don't remember their names. I feel, I feel like a bad Pokemon fan. (laughs)
1: That's because we all call it Pokemon Master, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on, man.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm blanking on the Paradox forms. Let's see. Pokemon form Paradox Pokemon. So the two upcoming ones are not posted here yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Look, Teal Mask. We are getting, man, we're getting a lot of Pokemon back. I do know it's uh I do know it's Cobalion and uh, and Ryko. I yeah. can't I can't remember I don't remember the long neck variant.
1: I, your guess is as good as mine,
0: and if yeah you don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's not important. What's important is that it's coming out, and I'm super pumped, and uh, yeah, I mean you're gonna you also pre-ordered it right?
1: Yes, actually I bought it because of the Zoroark, Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I was like, oh, I have it, right? Because I had the Zoroark, the Hesawian Zoroark, and then I pre ordered it just so I can get it. And I have the DLC ready to go.
0: So, okay. I did my research, and it is going to be Raging Bolt, is going to be Raikou, and Iron Crown is Cobalion. So, yeah, I, I, would ex- I would fully expect if we do get a Nintendo Direct. This week that they're going to, you know, say, oh, yeah, we got Pokemon coming out. We got uh, new raids for probably these Pokemon because that is how they did uh, Suicune and uh, Verizion this last time, Iron Leaves and those. So we'll see. Uh, Anything else? You've been playing anything new? I know I've been playing. uh, I ended up uh, trying out Starfield. I ended up uh, not getting too into it. I know that. The discussion was kind of that the beginning is very slow. Uh, I did try and play it on Xbox. Uh, Didn't really take to it, so I'm going to give it some time. I'm going to play it on, uh, download it on my PC, try it there. Uh, I did end up buying 2K, uh, as did all the the group of us that said we weren't going to buy it. We all bought it. And uh, we've been playing it, except Marcus. He's holding out, even though he has on. a copy. Even though he has a copy,
1: because uh, to be fair, I file share with my brother, and he bought it. So I'm not going to play it. I'm st- I'm I'm st- still holding on to that. I ain't playing it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we are. Uh, it seems like for the most part, we're all enjoying it. We're still in the honeymoon phase, though. Uh, there are some issues with it. Particularly, uh, the grind is 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 rough. It's a tough grind, uh, because they introduced this idea of regression of badges. If you don't, uh, if you don't use and play to your strengths or to your character's ability, uh, you know you do lose progress in, in your grind, which is very new to two K, and uh, a lot of people are up in arms about right now. There's also some some you know fine tune issues with some of the some of the builds and stuff like that, which they'll address in the next week or so. Um, But as of right now, it's enjoyable. They made a lot of changes and for the good. So, uh, you know, we'll just have to see going forward. It's kind of just, you know, the game launches as one thing. Then they patch this, they patch that, they patch another. And, you know, then it ends up being a little different. Hopefully it'll be for the better. But uh, as of right now, everything's pretty good. I know you did pick up uh, Baldur's Gate. You did start that. You've uh, had a, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. I've asked you just a couple questions, but we haven't really gone into it like uh, in depth. I don't know how much more you've played or how much you think you've played up till now.
1: Um, I put in about maybe about six hours, almost six hours, and one hour of that being on the the character creation, which I thought was actually real nice. Like there was a lot of uniqueness to it, which I thought was cool. You know, you get to pick your race, you get to pick your character, your class, and then your subclass if you want to make them and stuff like that. I ended up making a bard um, after all. I was like, oh, look, it's a Riku character. But the more I kept looking at everybody else, I was just kind of like, mm, I want to try, you know, these powers and buffs and debuffs and kind of see more or less what the, the, the way it runs. And I have I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have, I'm, I, I'm playing it, you know, kind of like I did with Elden Ring, where I just kind of I, I did not look anything up. And to, even to with this one, I'm not looking anything up. I'm just playing it, having, I'm actually having a good time. The more I play, the more I like it. And I, I don't know if maybe that's the appeal. I don't know if you're meant to not, you know, um, like it as soon as you started. Because when I, when I started it the first time, the the first hour or two, I was just kind of like, it was a little overwhelming, nothing too crazy. But that's when you kind of just told me. I told myself, I'm just going to play, see how it goes, see what happens. And, get through it i know andrew andrew also got it and he'd been talking about how he never played anything like it now it's just you know uh, as far as the combat system i think the combat system a lot of fun uh, it's it's a lot of fun it reminds me of uh valkyrie chronicles for playstation i don't know if you ever played it but it's a the 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 way the movement is and the characters are you're, you're given an action in this case in this game you're given a bonus action well in Valkyria chronicles they say you have a, gun, a, a sniper right you can you move with the sniper first you know uh, third person point of view when you move with them you only have a certain amount of movement that you can you can use right when you're done with the movement you're done basically with your turn you, you can either defend attack or use a skill same concept with with this one you use your movement you at any time you can attack use a skill or you know defend or or heal um so i i have a little bit of of experience at least with the combat but then you also have like the spells and the the powers. The classes, the the party members seem to be a little bit more. That's where I'm not really sure of exactly what the nuances of the game. Am I supposed to buff, debuff? Am I supposed to um, like? How how can I bring out the best from my characters and my party? You know, I want I want to max my synergy. I don't know how to do that either. I'm not sure what my character exactly is supposed to do. I don't know how strong they're supposed to be. Um, the dialogue options are a lot of fun. I do have charisma, uh, persuasion, so anytime I wanna roll and, and kind of have this action or whatever, um, it'll make me roll a dice 20. If you, I'm a little familiar with DND, uh, so I'll, I'll roll a D20 and if I would need, I'll need a, a 10, right? But then I have attributes that are gonna give me plus on my persuasion. If I hit it, great. If I don't, I could either retry or I mess up the dialogue option and, and all of a sudden I have to, you know, get into a battle. Uh, I just got to, like, the first city after just kind of going through it. I found, like, a dungeon, and I, I, I did some other stuff. I have three party members in my group already. I um, Well, actually, I have three in my group, and then I have one at camp. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm really having fun with it. It's, it's a very easy game to kind of just pick up and kind of just play even mindlessly you know despite the uh, the dialogue options and i think andrew had said he got robbed by a couple of little kids in, in the village and he ended up killing them because you can kill just about whomever you want you can attack fight whoever you want i don't know if that, that's how the game's supposed to be played but you have the option the game really gives you a lot of customizable options as far as the experience that you're going to get with the game so i'm having a good time with it i I'm gonna keep playing it. I did get on my on my PC, so I've been playing on my computer. Uh, strangely enough, I actually did go and try out two other games on my Xbox, and I've actually put in four hours on one and three hours in the other, which is Sea of Stars and Chained, uh, Was it Echo Chains or Chains uh, Echo Chains? I think that's what it's what's called. And again, those are very inspired by old-school RPGs, which I've always been a fan of. The Sea of Stars one, the battle system, reminds me a lot of Super Mario Mario RPG, which, again, it's interactive. It's turn-based, but it's interactive. If you press A at a certain time, you press B at a certain time, you will reap the benefit, whether defense or offense. And I've always enjoyed those kind of turn-based battles. So that one I'm roughly about, I just got through the through the first part, got through the tutorial, tutorial which is the one I'm about two and a half hours in. And then the other one, the uh, Echoed Chains or Chains of Echoed, I forgot what it's called, it's one of those, it's on Game Pass also. Another old, um, inspired by old RPGs and the battle system, and that one's also unique. So I've heard a lot about these two games and I've been playing those whenever I'm just sitting on my Xbox, kind of just, you know, messing around or just sitting down over there as compared to sitting down on my computer. So I am playing a couple of different things, but today I did play Zelda again, which I was very happy about. I was able to pick up, play, play right off the bat, and I was automatically into it, you know, exactly what I needed to do and just enjoying it, you know? So I played about two and a half hours today while I was watching some football. But yeah, it's probably all about as I was watching. I'm mean, sorry, playing. Um, yeah. Still watching? Uh, I, it
0: looks like it is Chained Echoes. Chained Echoes, right? Okay, just checking. Yeah. That's yeah, why and I actually have played a little bit of Sea of Stars too. How far did you get? I, uh, I got to just I got through the part. I think it is also the tutorial where you uh, kind of go through the backstory and are learning how these two uh, characters became who they are. Like they undergo their training and all that, like in a certain little certain area yeah. and stuff like that. And it just pretty much the, the like you said, it teaches you the mechanics and how it's not just a ter- like a pick your attack and all that. It does have a little bit of uh <clears throat> like you said, some. Uh, Interaction. Ha- 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 yeah, there you go. Interactiveness uh, was the word you used um, where you have to time certain little clicks and stuff like that to yeah. to get a little bit of a benefit, you know. <clears throat> so it does uh, it does pay off to like be in- engaged. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only thing for me was this game. Like It looked real nice. The music was nice. The attacks, abilities, system was nice. I was kind of like, man, this is the kind of game I would love to play on my Switch. Not necessarily like on my Xbox. Mm. Um, which it is available on Switch. But of course not. There's no Game Pass on Switch. So yeah. <laughs> you have to, you'd have to purchase it. So I was like, oh, I would love it on my Switch, but <laughs> I don't really want to pay for it yeah, there. Yeah, it's so.
1: available on your Xbox, so.
0: Yeah, so I'll, uh, I wonder I wonder if it's available on, uh, what do you call it? Like when you can use Game Pass, but you use it on the, uh, like on an iPad or something. I wonder if it would oh, work there. That I would be know. pretty, I, that, like that I would play it probably.
1: Yeah, I'm not uh, sure about that.
0: So that that would be pretty cool. But uh, I don't know, since 2K's out and since Pokemon's coming out, I really don't see myself getting too, too much into that, uh, too much further in that game as, as of right now. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably pick it back up. I'll probably pick it back up whenever there's a, a little bit of time. It, it seemed nice enough, and yeah. the reviews are amazing. So
1: yeah, yeah, definitely, which is the reason. I'd have been saying I was going to get Armored Core, Armored Core, but nobody was talking about Armored Core, and everybody was talking about Baldur's Gate. And I guess I rode the hype train on that, which is why I got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it, I think it was the highest PC... Rated, like, launch ever. And then I think now the PS5 launch is also, like, super high rated. Maybe even better than the PC launch is what I had heard. So, uh, I mean, it's coming to Xbox eventually, too. But, uh, you know, there's just something about that game. There's a reason that everybody's playing it. Everybody's loving it. All the play styles. You talked about, you know, the character creation. The uh, There's, like, uh, races. And then there's, like, classes and subclasses and stuff like that. So, uh, there's just a lot to do. A lot to do, yeah. a lot of replayability. Uh, I know there's already, like, uh, I don't remember the name, but there's already a character that everybody has labeled, like, the waifu of the game. Shadow something. Shadow I don't, Heart. I don't yeah, there we go, Shadow Heart. <laughs> so, you know, there's just all different aspects of it that are super appealing. And, you know, all with an RNG system that, you know, there's RNG in a lot of games, but this one you can see and you can... I wouldn't say you can control it, but you
1: there's a little bit of manipulation in
0: it. Yeah, you can manipulate it a little bit. So
1: Yeah. Like there was one where I had to roll an eighteen. I forgot what it was. I think I was trying to intimidate somebody. I have was I trying to intimidate something or so it might have been strength. I had to roll an eighteen. And I did get a boost from some of my party members. Cause I had, it was just like a plus two. So essentially, I had to get a six. I had to roll a 16 or better to do whatever the hell this was. And I rolled a 16. I got, I, got, I got the number. But there was another time where I had to pick a lock. And apparently, this was like early on. I was, what was I trying to do? I was trying to open something. I had to roll a 19. And I was even close. I rolled a three. And I was like, whoops. And I, I was... I don't remember what I did. I think I chucked the chest somewhere. And I broke it or something. I don't remember, but yeah, there, there's all kinds of stuff you can do, man. It's pretty intense, which I, I think I told you yesterday, yesterday. Uh, well, I know yesterday you are playing 2K, but I was kind of like telling myself, remember, remember in, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. When I, I wish I had gone to that game way before, you know, at the time when you guys had played, because it was something that you just kind of turn on and you just kind of start going from point A to point B, seeing what you can find. And you kind of go on this adventure where you don't have to really worry about anything else. I'm, I'm getting a lot of those type of vibes in, in this game and i guess obviously right the areas are going to be pretty um in these areas in in baldur's gate there there's nothing's going to change or whatever but i find myself really exploring and just going on an adventure not having to worry about anything picking my party members and just trying to find stuff or do something that you know that's done and stuff like that so like i don't know what the end game is like Uh, maybe they'll add more areas or maybe they'll do something and stuff like that or maybe even like uh, I don't know about raids, right? But like, if I had my party member of people, and we can go try to knock out or uh, take out a boss, that'd be like a lot of fun, you know what I mean? So, I mean, th- there's a lot. I don't know what direction this game's gonna go in. Like I said, I don't, I don't really know anything about it, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems exciting. It's still, it's still one that's on my uh, like my wish list. I w- I wanted to play it, but uh, like right now, the time's just not right for me but uh yeah I'll probably get to it sometime down the line too check it out I mean there there's so much hype and so much excitement around it how can you not at least try it you know yeah at some point yeah. Well, we did I did yeah so it's just a matter of time you and Andrew are the first two to buy in so uh just cause the rest of us have some other stuff going on right now uh, uh and and then plus I, I have Pokemon coming up too so yeah. it's gonna be tough to pull me away from those things right now uh I think that's it. I think that's kind of a wrap, right? For the yeah.
1: Um, I know we're, we're September. The anime season's about to come to an end. And again, I've, I've held true. I haven't really seen anything. Uh, except the, the live action One Piece. But I'm, I'm, I'm on One Piece. Uh, the Punk Hazard arc, which is right before 600. I'm, I'm, I'm getting through it. And I'm getting through it at a very good pace. But just in case people weren't aware, the... Fall, the fall schedule is about to drop next month in October, and there's all kinds of stuff. I don't know if you've seen, if you kept up with the stuff that's been, that's been, like, out there and kind of gearing, gearing towards, but the Four Nights of the Apocalypse, uh, ZOM 100, I know it kind of got a, what you call it? A little delay and stuff like that. that. Yeah, Yeah, but then they announced a new uh, Blue Exorcist project coming on, which is, I, I, I've always been a fan of Blue Exorcist, so they have that coming on, and then they even, um, showed off a little bit of the elusive samurai anime they gave us like a uh a small little uh what's it called a, a visual i guess a small visual for 2024 if you're not familiar with the elusive samurai that's they're the ones who um the creator is a full, full metal alchemist so if you're a fan then elusive samurai obviously it's doing good if it's getting its its flowers right and then i'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention um Rascal does not dream of a knapsack kid.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The,
1: the, the, the movie's coming out December 1st, and they did give a little visual again. I know Rico and I are, you know, we're on that train, and we're going to be on that train. But no, I, again, it's just something I wanted just to kind of uh, talk about kind of going forward. But yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff, great stuff coming out. If you haven't kept up with anything anime, um, keep on the lookout because it's going to be an, an, an
0: interesting next couple of months. Awesome, awesome. I mean, anime's already been popping off, so it's going to... It's funny how they just, uh, you know, it's they, they've been on this on this train, you know, just putting up, putting out all this good content, whether it was Chainsaw Man, you know, I know upcoming, uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen stuff has been pretty good, and upcoming is supposed to be even better. Uh, you know, we just have so many things. The Happy Marriage one is supposed to be good. Zom, the Zom is supposed to be good as well. Uh, Oshinoko was amazing, so... Yeah, I mean, hopefully they just keep it rolling and have these bangers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a, a, and a variety, too. Not just the same formula over and over and over, but uh, a lot of different anime for different people that can, uh, you know, uh, appease those fan bases or, you know, introduce us to whole new uh, genres that we never thought we would enjoy. Like Oshinoko. Like, what? <laughs> I'm going to watch yeah. something about a pop idol? Like, But, <laughs> but, but man, it was great. So... Uh, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll wrap us up with a uh, hero of the week. Now this one, bear with me. It's kind of a weird. It's kind of a weird one, but uh, <clears throat> it's gonna go to Dennis Schroeder, NBA player. Uh, and in general, the FIBA World Cup and everything that's happened transpired over the last you know couple weeks. Uh, Dennis Schroeder was named the MVP of the FIBA World Cup. He did lead Germany to a gold medal. Uh, I believe they went undefeated. I think his stats, uh, yeah, they went undefeated. And he averaged a team high 19.1 points per game and 6.1 assists per game. So he did get the FIBA World Cup MVP. Uh, Also, other things of note were the United States got uh, bounced during the they got beaten actually they got beaten during the
1: uh oh, the bronze game
0: well uh, first and foremost they got beaten during like the little tournament oh yeah like the seeding and stuff like that then in the bronze game they got beat by uh by Canada so they the USA didn't even place uh which is kind of like kind of a reminder like uh you know we had a discussion a while back about Uh, somebody had made the comment that, like, oh, about the NBA and why do they call themselves uh, world champions? Like, they're not even the best in the world anymore. And, like, it it kind of gave gave us this – it led to this discussion about, like, sure, like, there's other places that have basketball, but most of the time when you get to the top of basketball, wherever you're at, your goal becomes to get to the NBA and get to the top of that uh organization right and you know there have been a lot of talks and banter and back and forth about like oh was the u.s are they watched are they not watched and to be fair uh we didn't have we probably didn't have the the best or at least like the veterans of the the game in the united states you know the lebron james the kevin durant's the steph curry's uh Jason those K. guys K. Um, yeah, K. K. yeah yeah all those guys playing but uh you know still there's a certain level of uh of excellence that you expect when it comes to USA basketball and we fell short. Exactly. So it's kind of a reminder that, you know, don't, don't settle, you know, like bust your butt, especially a lot of these guys were the younger generation, you know, still have something to prove up and comers. Some of them already have accolades, but you know, we went out there and we just didn't perform. Uh, so, you know, just, Bust your ass, whatever it is you do, not just basketball, you know, uh, whoever you are, whoever you, whatever it is you strive to do, you know, don't settle. Just uh, keep, keep growing, keep getting better and know that, uh, you know, there's always that saying that uh, anytime that you decide not to go out there and put in the work, there's somebody else that is doing it. So uh, when you meet that person, they're going to beat you because you Mm -hmm. didn't put in that work when, when they were. So, you know, just... You know, that whole that whole thing. Uh, Serbia did end up coming in second place. Canada ended up beating us, actually, in you know, a pretty crazy game uh, for the bronze medal. And, uh, you know, I mentioned a little bit of Dennis Schroeder getting the MVP. In this game, there was actually two huge things. One, which unfortunately is going to be overshadowed now, was Mikhail Bridges. I don't know if you saw the play that he made uh, to go throw. into overtime. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was insane. Like... <laughs> You know, it's it's not the first time you see something like this, but just the way it played out where where he misses the free throw and it he just runs to the corner and it, it just happens to bounce straight to him and then boom, he hits the 3 to go into overtime. Uh it's like something out of 2K. Like of course the ball bounced straight to them in the corner and then they they hit this shot to to win or to win, usually mm-hmm. with us, but here was a you know, just to tie it up. And the other story coming out of this uh, bronze game was Dylan Brooks dropped 39 points, seven for eight from three in the bronze medal game. So uh, further cementing himself as kind of like the villain. I know that's kind of like the persona that he's been, you know, ramping up for himself, like being the guy that people, you know, embracing that people feel some sort of way about him. And now kind of like putting the dagger in the U.S. for uh, the bronze medal, keeping him from meddling at all. Uh, I don't know. It it, it it was exciting. It's exciting. Even though the US didn't, you know, pull it out, of course we were going for them. But uh yeah, I mean Schroeder, uh going back to what two years ago when uh he kinda bet on himself and didn't uh didn't get like, you know, the contract and stuff that he wanted. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, he kinda has gone through a little bit of a struggle here and there, but kinda has found himself the last year and now is a FIBA MVP.
1: Yeah. And you, all the guys, and I, I think a lot of the guys that obviously here in the U.S. we pay attention to were the guys who played in the NBA: Dylan Brooks, the Anthony Edwards, Austin Reeves, um, uh, Daniel Tice when when he had when he dropped twenty uh, a while back, and uh, Jonas Valanciunas when they beat us. Like all these guys are, have roots in the NBA, and again. The NBA, of course, it's a, national, it's a national thing, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the best players play in the NBA. You know what I mean? There's 800, and if you're one of the eight, best 800 in the world, guess what? You're going to be part of that, of that organization, of those organizations and those teams. And again, not to take away from the, from the FIBA stage and all, and all that, because Dennis Schroeder, you know, those guys put their hearts out. Um, the U.S. put their hearts out. And at the end of the day, there were some guys who went out and really, again, their stock went up. Across the board, and there's guys who are just kind of it was it, it was interesting to see that they just kind of didn't perform that they should have as compared to the NBA for whatever reason. But again, whether stock goes up, stock goes down. Congrats, man, because Dennis Shooter, there's not one Dennis Shooter plays the plays ball and he plays hard. And again, he was he was on the Lakers. i he was on the Lakers, man. I love seeing them because every team needs one of those guys because they play hard and they're gonna they play to win. You know what I mean? So. Awesome there. And, and then uh, Nikola Jovic was the other one from Serbia. Hey, hey man. That guy. That guy's going to... I think he's going to be real good. Not, 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 not that he isn't, but I think it's, he's on his way to all-stardom personally.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of standouts. Like here, they're talking about the all-star five for FIBA. Dennis Schroeder, Shea Gildas-Alexander, Anthony Edwards, Bogdan Bogdanovic, Luka Doncic. Oh, like, yeah. I mean... All Long NBA time, players, yeah. all you know, cementing themselves as some of the world's greatest, and they're all NBA stars, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's yeah. see. Who are the other ones? Uh, Simone, Fatachio, Arthur Zagars, Jonas Valanciunas, Franz Wagner. That's two. Yeah. Uh, Franz Wagner and Mo Wagner also from uh, from Germany, I believe. It's their first championship ever. So, you know, congrats to Germany. Congrats to those guys and to everybody that kind of participated and just uh, played for nothing else but the pride of their country. Mm -hmm. You know, because not not just anybody can go and carry that weight on their shoulders. It's heavy, you know. So uh, congrats to all the players. Again, congrats to Germany and to uh, Dennis Schroeder, Hero of the Week. Mm -hmm. You want to sign us out?
1: Yeah, so great podcast like always. We went over quite a bit. And again, we still stuck to that formula. Rico mentioned last week that we talk about more of the heavy hitters. That way we can converse a lot more, make it like an actual podcast rather than like a news thing. So we did more of that. And we had a, we had an amazing conversation and great conversations. Uh, but just in case you didn't check out last week's podcast, we went over a little bit of Super Mario Bros. Because they did drop their trailer. And then last week we even talked about One Piece. So if you would like to hear about our thoughts on the live action One Piece, go ahead and listen to that podcast from last week and let us know what you think but otherwise thank you guys for listening you
0: guys have a good night